Hi, and welcome to the Dying to Ask podcast. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick. It is May, and that means lots of graduations. My younger son is graduating from eighth grade. Very, very exciting. A lot of year-end events that our family is taking part in, traditions at his school, a lot of parent involvement in everything, which I'm all in for. And they even have a tradition at his school where the youngest kid in the family makes a speech about their parents. So it's days away as I'm recording this, and I'm already like prepping for some major world-class ugly crying on my part. And here's why. My elder son was actually in eighth grade the year that we all went home from lockdown. So all of these traditions that our family is now experiencing at a school for eighth graders are new to us because we didn't get to do any of those things when my older son was making that milestone transition as well. So it's funny, the stuff really kind of hits you sometimes years later after we all went home. Um, it's just funny how you start to really sort of process certain things that you missed. And I've had that conversation with a lot of friends lately because uh, one friend, for example, was telling me that it's a little hard to see everybody gearing up for big high school graduation because her daughter missed out on all of that because it was 2020. And it was the time that she was home, so she didn't get to have that that experience of milestone and then started college at home on Zoom. So some of this is really difficult for people. And some of it, like, is completely new because we've fallen out of the practice of how are we supposed to do things like this. So today, one of my favorite repeat guests is back on the show. Diane Gotsman runs something called the Protocol School of Texas. She is a modern etiquette expert, and she specializes in working with companies on navigating workplace etiquette. So she goes in and she helps executives and wannabe executives present themselves in a way where people are going to want to work for them and with them. And that, in turn, of course, is good for everybody's career advancement. She helps people play well at the office. <laughs> it's really like a probably a way of summarizing what she does. Far more fancy when she does it, of course. Um, she does lots of workshops with college students as well to get them ready to learn social and workplace etiquette. And because of that, she's basically like a go-to for everybody in her life for all things manners and etiquette. And Diane and I actually connected during the pandemic. I was on a plane and I read this article that Diane was quoted in and I just loved what she had to say. And I thought, I got to meet this woman. I, I need to reach out. So I emailed her from the plane. And by the time I landed, we had already set up an interview. <laughs> and in the last two years, she has definitely become not only just a friend, but also a friend of this show. So so she's been on the show a number of times. Diane's advice is featured everywhere from Forbes to U.S. News to the Today Show. And this month, no surprise, a lot of people are emailing Diane's website for graduation advice. So we're a little out of practice after the last few years. So today we're going to talk the do's and don'ts of graduation etiquette. On this time to ask, the difference between an invitation and an announcement, who you should send each of those to, when do you actually send them? And are you on the hook for a gift if you get one in the mail? What is a good gift? Gift ideas for different price points. Is it rude to ever give somebody cash? I like cash. Diane Gotsman is back this week on the Dying to Ask podcast. Have you ever wondered how did they do that? I do all the time. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick and Dying to Ask is the podcast that gets me off a TV news set and into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and influencers I have been dying to talk to. Soak up the motivation that comes from learning how other people live their lives, how they take an idea or a goal, they follow through and they pull it off. 
and maybe along the way, I'll get some answers to questions you've been dying to ask. Diane, welcome back to the Dying Desk podcast. Thank you for having me. I just love, love, love this podcast. I listen to you all the time. <laughs> oh, well, that's really, it's very sweet to hear. Um, and I will tell you, you are one of our most popular guests. <laughs> we have a handful oh. of people who've been on multiple times and people always ask me or they comment on that manners lady. I love listening to her. <laughs> so we, we're always well, glad good. to have you back on to help us, you know, be better, be our better selves for sure. Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> So we are recording this in mid-May and that really kicks off the, the graduation season and it goes on, you know, for the next month. So whether it is eighth grade or high school or college or graduate school, got a lot of, of students who are marking milestones and that can actually create some interesting and tricky etiquette situations. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny, whether it is a master's level program or it's a young little kinder program, it is the most important day of this kid's life, you know, big or small. And it goes along with how the parents are feeling as well. So they are important milestones, every single one of these graduations. And it's interesting in the last few years, especially things have really kind of changed in terms of um, kids sending out word. So it's easier than ever to send out word that you've had this, this milestone. So why don't we start with the difference between an invitation and an announcement? Because they're very different things. They're very different and people are so very confused. So just, uh, you know, an easy way to remember is an invitation will have a date and it will have a time, location. That means that they want you sitting in a seat watching the graduation. That is sent out before the actual graduation for obvious reasons. An announcement should not be sent out until after the graduation has taken place because oh. it's not an invitation and people do get confused. They look at this announcement and they think, oh my gosh, some will think, oh my gosh, now I have to go because you know, everybody is short on time. Others will think, oh, this is so exciting. I'm invited but wait, there's no date. There's no time. So just remember an announcement means I'm letting you know I have graduated. An invitation means I want you to be there. That's really, I've never thought about it like that. So you should really wait till after the graduation to send out those, you know, beautiful photo cards of your kid and their cap and gown and, you know, riding the horse or whatever it is that they're doing. <laughs> whatever. You know? And say, um, Johnny has graduated or yes, Yes, because of specifically because of this confusion, because yeah, we're and, you know, and so many people have limited numbers of invitations to these events anymore that it could get very confusing for people. It, and not only confusing, but it hurts people's feelings. And, you know, this is something that we just unfortunately have to live with because every every student is only given a certain number of invitations and some get only two others get six. But when you have a huge family and you have to make some hard choices, I think it's important to let those who were not invited, who wanted to be invited, know, listen, you know, we had to, we had to cut this list down to almost nothing. And just know that it wasn't because we don't love you and we don't want you to be there. We just, we just can't, we have to have mom, dad, siblings, you know, that's basically what it is. Sure. Pretty much. And then we have blended so families. So throw that into the mix, you know, yeah, so it, it, there, oh, it gets there, there very will be complicated. Yes. Really complicated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So on the announcement front, who is it appropriate to send an announcement card to? Because you, I, I think that people, when they receive one, they feel a little bit on the hook, right or wrong. 
to send yeah. a gift. So, so who do you send it to? Because it's easy to just print out your Christmas card list and like blanket it to a million people, but that's not really appropriate. Right. And so we, it's important to think about it from both sides. So if you are the person sending out the announcement, you're very, very excited and you want everyone to know either you graduated or if you're the parent, my, my, my family member has graduated. But the person receiving the announcement is thinking, either they're thinking, oh my gosh, this is fabulous, or I don't know this kid. I know the mom or the dad, but who is this? So when you send an announcement out, it should make sense. You should have a relationship with that, with that adult child or young child, you know, in some way you should have at least interacted with them. And certainly you want to be close to the family. So let's say that you have a dentist, a parent has a dentist that the son or daughter has been going to for 18 years. And you know, it's just, you want them to know, just keep in mind that that dentist is going to think, well, do I, do I send the, the gift or not? And the answer is no, you don't have to. Every announcement does not require a gift. It's just like a birthday gift. Of course, if you're invited to a birthday party, you're, you're going to want to take a birthday gift. If you're invited to a graduation party or a graduation itself, you're going to want to take a gift. But an announcement is a little bit more flexible and you can determine whether or not you feel close enough. You know, you might, if you open that envelope and don't recognize the face, you probably don't need to send a gift. <laughs> you know, that's just so a good rule of thumb. Here was a question that one of my colleagues, who I won't name, wanted me to ask you. What about if your child has not met your friend circle, but you want to share it with your friend circle, but they've never actually met or spent any time? Is that appropriate to share with them just because you're kind of proud of your kid and you want to send the pretty card or is that inappropriate? You know, I'm not going to call it inappropriate. I'm going to call it sticky because, and that's what we were talking about just a while ago. When these people open up that invitation, that announcement, and it's someone they have never met, they're just really good friends with you, you know, the, the, the parent sending it out. It, it does feel, it feels a little uncomfortable. So the, the, their first question is going to be, okay, do I need to send a gift? They're going to think it to themselves. So I would rather if you have a really great friend circle, but they have never met your child, regardless of the age, just let them know. Just say, I'm so excited. I'm going to my, you know, my daughter's graduation this Saturday or last Saturday was the graduation. It was so much fun. And if they want to acknowledge it, they will. So uh, it, it, it is really subjective, but just think about what the other person is going to, going to think when they receive right. that, that announcement. I know you do a lot of corporate etiquette. This must get really sticky in workplaces for people. It does. And it's very much like weddings because I hear very, very often, more often than I would like, because I, I disagree with this. I hear, well, my daughter is getting married and is a really good business connection. I'd like to invite these certain people. It's a beautiful venue. I want them to enjoy the meal and I would like to build a relationship with them. That's the wrong time to build a relationship. The bride or groom should not meet a brand new friend of your parents the night of the wedding or the evening or day of the wedding. So much like graduations, if they haven't laid eyes on you before, I would think twice before sending out an announcement and, even, and definitely not an invitation. Even if the food's going to be great, you're going to have a great party and it's going to be a beautiful venue. Do it another time and call it a cocktail party. Interesting. Do, um, 
do employers ever crack down on this stuff? Like, do they ever have policies or is it they just kind of trust people to do the right thing? You know, seldom do they crack down on it because it's really not overly common, although it does happen because it's the question that I get every single year, wedding season (laughs) and graduation season. But you know what employers do do is they will have policies on no fundraising for parents. Don't bring the paper products in and try and peddle it to us. No chocolate bars in our office with a donation sheet saying, please leave your $2 here. So um, I can't say across the board they don't do it, but you know it's much like <laughs> I don't want to call it soliciting, but it's right. much like soliciting. You just can't if you take these announcements out and put one on each person's desk in your office, it, it doesn't feel comfortable. There's a better right. way to let just just talk about it. Just you can say it, but it doesn't mean you invite them or announce it with a card. And again, as I said earlier. Just if you really want to get together with these people, then have a have a barbecue or a cocktail party or a dinner or you know, an outing of some kind. Interesting. Okay, so let's move on to gifts. Um, when you do receive an announcement uh, from someone, what's an approach? And it's somebody you have a connection with and you want to honor the occasion. What are appropriate gifts? Like what what is the most what's the best thing that you can do? Well, you know, we all think it when we're waiting for a gift of any kind. And, you know, the reality is we know we're going to get gifts. You know, when when that graduate graduates, they know they're going to be receiving gifts. And I always say cash is king. It's not impersonal because they can use it for specifically what they would like. And it may not be what you would like them to use it for. So, you know, I had a I had a a question this particular season and it was from an aunt and she said you know my nephew's taking a gap year I want him to have such and such but I don't want him to have it until he goes off to college so should I wait a year before giving him a gift and the answer to that is no he's graduating now so do do something very kind and and generous and give him something now and if you want to give him something later perhaps you don't give him as much today and you can remember that, you know, you can remember the nephew. Let's say she wants to give him money for college. You know, I have, I have some money for you. I'm going to put it in a fund and you can have it. But for, for now, I want to give you a $20 gift card to a coffee shop because I want you to enjoy yourself. I know it's your favorite place. So in terms of gifts, it should be thoughtful. It should be personal. And by the way, gift cards can be personal because you can, they can take it and buy anything they want at particular stores that have a variety of things from vacuum cleaners to you know, snacks, because that, that counts. Right. Um, But it should be something that you really feel like they're going to use, not something you want them to have something that you think they will, they will appreciate and enjoy. What about, um, types of places, if you want to go the gift card route, which is nice, because then you can choose the denomination that's appropriate for you, or maybe appropriate for the situation or connection with that person. What types of places would you say tend to be better than others? The type of place where you can buy a variety of items. So, you know, without mentioning names and promoting any particular big box store, I know we all have our favorites that we run off to, you know, on a weekly basis to buy everything from soap powder to t-shirts. And if they can buy, if they have a gift card that they can they can buy anything there. That's going to be much more appreciated than if you send them off to a, um, let's say a sporting goods store and they have never 
put on a tennis shoe, you know, and of mm-hmm. course I'm, I'm being very <laughs> right. exaggerative by that, but you know, they, we want to give them something that we feel that they're going to use. And, and the best thing to do, if you have a relationship with them is to say, listen, do you have any graduation ideas you want to, you want to share with me? And they will probably say, oh no, no, but say, seriously, I would really like to get you something you would like. Can you please give me a few hints? They're often very happy to tell you, you know, well, right. I love this or I like that. And so, so we don't have to be coy. We can just ask right out, you know, we can ask out front or ask the parents and see what they suggest. What do you think of, um, for, because some people are kind of anti-cash. They, they find it, they find it personal, right. personal. They want to give a thing. Um, what do you, what are some safer things that you might gift a graduate, um, that maybe might be useful? Because I think the last thing they probably need is, is stuff. Yes. So I think that if you want to buy something tangible that they can put in their hand and it's going to, and and you want it to feel as if you put some thought in it and it depends on the price point, because you can spend $25 to $150. I mean, and, and there is no one size fits all answer. So when, when I give these answers, you know, your answer back, I want you to, I want people to listen and say, okay, well, I can't afford this, but I can do this, but it can be anything from some some notepads in a basket with you know ballpoint pens you know inexpensive pens and just things that they can take off to college with you know maybe put in a uh, one of those those baskets where you can put all kinds of cleaning products and you know they will use this they will take it and they or a laundry basket or maybe a a a, a cloth laundry basket where you could monogram it to earbuds or a charger that charges your phone, watch, and ear in, you know, silencing ear pods. Of course, you'd have to know what kind of phone they had. So right. I, it could be technology. You know, we, we tend to think, oh gosh, stationary is out, but really everyone should have a nice box. It can be a small box of good stationary and you can buy good stationary at one of those big box stores. Thank you note cards, little note cards, because students are going to need to make to, to write notes and to send out some letters at one point or another. And when they're shuffling through their door and, you know, through their drawers and looking, they'll have it there. They'll think when they get it, possibly, oh gosh, what am I going to do this? Just make sure as a parent, you tuck it away and send it with them because <laughs> they're going to need it. And there are always yeah. some stamps because they're not going to have stamps either. <laughs> right. I'm a big um, card writer. And so I have occasionally gifted people, um, cards that have their names on it, because growing up with a name that wasn't terribly common in this country, having my name on anything is kind of a thrill. So yes, <laughs> that. yes. and it's funny. I just don't think people do stationary maybe as much as they used to when we were all growing up. And so I've, it's been funny to get a card back from them saying, I've never had a note card with my name on it. Yes. I love that idea. I love anything that is personalized because it shows number one, that you put some thought in it. Number two, Everyone loves the sound of their own name. And when they see it in print, it's wonderful. It's a great way to put you know, it. even those thermal uh, cups that you can hot stamp their initials on, or if you're really fancy, you can spend for the higher end thermal cup, you know. So so I think that it really what matters is you put some thought in it. Right. Okay. So once you get through the gift giving, um, we get to your favorite part, the thank you part. Um, and there's no real waffling on what's the right thing to do to be appreciative for something someone's done for your graduation. 
there is not any waffling involved. So that is why these thank you notes that you give them, they may be able to use, to utilize right away, sooner than later. By the way, I just set you up for that one. <laughs> thank you for that. You're welcome. And you and I have worked together long enough. You know how I feel about that. Oh, uh, I know how you roll. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that there's any option. You know, some people will say, well, if I hand somebody a gift and I they look at it and I say, thank you, or they say thank you to me, a card is not required. Not true. That's the buzzer. No. So if somebody gives you a gift, it is important for you to send a thank you note showing your gratitude because you too must put in that effort. So it's important. So a thank you note could be anything from a little note card. It could be a letter, you know, a letter is longer. So note cards are better. And if you have them in your, in your box, you know, in your drawer, I have a box. That's why I said a box. I have a stationary box. I love stationary. I love stamps. I save stamps. and I don't want to use the stamps if they're really pretty stamps. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you, and that could be a great parent gift, if you could just create or an aunt or a friend gift, you you could create a box with all kinds of pretty little things that, that they're more prone to use or functional. You know, pretty may be the wrong word for some people, but, you know, functional, they're going to grab it and they're going to use it. They can just put it away in a closet or a drawer. I love it. That was actually one of my favorite wedding gifts that I got was from my friend, Nicole Young, who is one of the most thoughtful people on the planet. She gave me a box with cards, like greeting cards, and it was organized by categories. And there must have been 40 cards in that box for every occasion possible. And I had this, but I still have some of them left just to go to when you need it. See how you remember. Time. And it is the thought that counts because I will tell you along those same lines, a story, my, my now son-in-law back then it was my future son-in-law. Uh, when my daughter had a shower, um, we had a shower, my friends had a shower for her. She sent her thank you notes. Well, Eric, my son-in-law sent his own notes and he is so funny. He is a trader in, you know, in, in Chicago, you know, he's, he's, a, he is, um, but young and he didn't have note cards. So you know what he used? He used an index card on a note uh, with a pen and sent out this in simple index card that was really funny because it's really his personality. He's quirky yeah. and unique, but I will keep that index card. That was not a fancy expensive card and I'll keep it for the rest of my life because it was so heartfelt. It was what the words, it's what the words said on the index card, but it was actually, he rifled around and couldn't find what he needed. So he used what he had. And I and love that. That's And it, much like story. your story, you know, it's meaningful. Completely meaningful. Oh, those are great suggestions. Well, it's an exciting time for a lot of people. And especially, you know, after the last couple of years where a lot of kids were denied a lot of those milestones in the traditional ways that we celebrate, um, it's nice to be able to embrace all of these things and to be able to celebrate with all our graduates. And then also for them to be able to recognize the people in their lives who have made things possible, because certainly every graduate this year has dealt with some really hard years during their schooling. That's right. That's right. And I think it's very important to celebrate their success. This has been a rough few years and for them to be over this, this hurdle, which is really an exciting time. So there are so many things ahead and there's going to be more memories, but right now, this is the time to celebrate them with or without a gift, because it's going to be the memories that we make for them. You know, one last thing about gifts is if you're invited to a graduation party, the commonly asked question is, do I have to take a gift? And let's say there's there's 20 kids, they're all friends, and they're going to different graduation parties. You don't have to necessarily show up with a gift to each friend's house. 
because they know each other, they talk, they are celebrate on their own. If you want to, by all means do, but don't make anybody else feel uncomfortable because they did not. You know, you can be discreet handing them the gift and you don't have to have a big table out there to show who brought the gift and who didn't. So I think that gifts are great, but that does not that does not define this moment. What defines this moment is the memories and the and the relationship building that will continue on for many years. Yeah. The celebrations matter now more than ever, I think. Yes. Agree. Yeah. Diane, what's a good way for everybody to keep up, keep up with you and uh, all things etiquette these days? Well, it's easy to find me because you can go to dianegotsman.com. That's where I write all different kinds of articles. I would love for your listeners and viewers to follow me on my Instagram page, Diane Gotsman. Very simple. They can follow Marty, my poodle, at Diane Gotsman because there's a lot of pictures of Marty out there. <laughs> Marty, Marty lives large. I'm going to say that. <laughs> he lives large. He's my 14-year-old baby. Oh. So I, I would love to keep in contact with whoever would like to reach out. And of course you, it, Deirdre, it's always a pleasure. Oh, right back at you. Diane, thank you. I will link to Diane's website, diannegotsman.com, in the show notes for this show. I love Diane's blog. It is one of my favorite places on the internet. It is always positive. You will always learn something. It's incredibly well-written. And she always has really interesting topics. So I always read the first couple of sentences, and then I try to figure out where she's going to go. So I try to guess what the answer is to the question. <laughs> she gets a lot of emailed questions from people. Um, and like nine times out of ten. I'm on the right page. And then that 10th time, I'm like, oh, really? I didn't know that. So graduation season is definitely one of the things that she is blogging about this month. And then there was also a really good one on the wedding season. We got weddings, bridal showers, and of course, summer baby showers. All the showers are happening. So if you want to find out the do's and the don'ts of those, go check out her blog. Thanks to Dr. Heather Brown for the review that she left on Apple Podcasts. Dr. Brown wrote, fascinating, great topics to make you think, explore, process, and grow. Oh, it's like, awesome. What a great review. I appreciate that. And if you have a minute, just hitting a bunch of stars on a ratings or review area of the podcast app will really help your favorite podcasters. So anytime you hear a show that you really enjoyed, take a second, hit those stars, and just know that somewhere there was a host who was saying thank you. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and I'll see you next week on the Dying Desk Podcast.